Welcome to the School Communication Scoop by School Webmasters. Today's topic is about how to deal with a complaint against your school by the Office of Civil Rights for an out-of-compliance website, or to avoid the possibility of getting one. Hi, I'm Bonnie Leedy, School Webmasters CEO. So let's jump right in and talk about how to get and keep your school website compliant and to avoid being duped into paying for expensive services you may not even need. We are getting weekly calls from schools around the U.S. about what they are facing with the onslaught of complaints filed with the Office of Civil Rights, or as we call them, OCR, against their schools. Here is a common scenario that they share. Step one. The school gets notified by the OCR that someone has filed a complaint against their school claiming their website is not compliant with the Americans with Disabilities Act, or ADA, which means that it doesn't meet the WCAG.2 requirements, we call it WCAG. All schools must meet this standard of compliance. And then there's step two. They go online, searching for solutions about how to address these issues. Usually this brings them to either a software company that provides automated reporting, or they find a company that can do a full website accessibility audit of their existing site. Often these services are provided by the same vendor. Pricing for this can start at around $3,000 annually for the software subscription and can increase to more than $9,000 or more, and it depends a lot often on the size of your school. And then step three, then the school realizes they still have to do all the corrections themselves and considering the extent of WCAG success criteria must comply with, this is no easy task. It requires not only remediation to the existing website, it also requires training for every single person in the school or district who touches the website or creates attachments or documents. Usually this is PDFs or videos. And step four, the actual cost for all this remediation for the staff training and the site corrections is often not tracked. But if you were to track it, well, It isn't good news. And it will be ongoing annually because you'll need to continue to train your staff, check their work, and review your sites to assure that they are still remaining compliant. Yes, this is often when the weeping and gnashing of teeth begins for financially strapped schools. That is often when they start looking for an alternate solution. So let's talk a bit about an alternative solution to managing ADA website compliance. Here's a typical conversation we have with personnel at a school who have either received an OCR complaint or they're trying to avoid one altogether in their attempts to meet the needs of all of their students. Someone at the school contacts us. Jim, our one and only sales guy and an owner of the company, explains how we work. Jim will tell them that we'll design and develop the school website to be accessible and ADA compliant. And because we write the copy, edit the images, and design the layout and the navigation, we assure that it happens. And you won't have to rely on your own staff to understand the complexities of the website accessibility requirements. If you require remediation, which in our case would only apply to any PDFs you might have posted on your site, we can help with that as well. But what is more proactive and more affordable is to train the folks who create the documents to do so compliantly. To help you accomplish this, all of our schools have access to free online training as to how to create accessible documents. That's it. We do the rest. 
We do all your ongoing site updates, adding content, images, news, stories, and anything else you need each day. That means no training your staff on the CMS system or the ADA web compliance requirements. We train our staff, stay on top of any ADA changes, and even review the sites regularly to assure they remain compliant. Everything from contrast issues to alt text to navigational consistency to screen reader accessibility is included as our ongoing website management. We make it really simple to send us updates. It's through our customer service portal. We also send out monthly reminders and tips to whoever has access to submit updates. That way we get a continuous stream of news, updates, and success stories to keep all of your school websites current, engaging, and informative. And if you desire, we can even manage your social media channels. We can integrate those communication strategies with your website efforts. If you need public relations help, we even can train and manage a part-time community member for that strategic role with our PR for School services. Remember, your website is your primary communications hub. That is why website compliance is so important. But managing it requires far different skill sets than those required of your IT staff, including expertise in areas like public relations, communications, customer service, marketing, and now ADA compliance. So maybe now is the time to reconsider assigning your website development and maintenance, which must include these other aspects, to an already overtaxed IT department. The education sector is the only industry in the world where such a mismatch of training versus duties is expected. However you decided to handle this reality, you'll want to implement a process that assures ongoing website compliance. Our processes are ideally suited for small and mid-sized schools without large communication budgets. If you are a large metropolitan district, you may have plenty of staff to do what we do for our clients. Great! Just do what we've outlined above and you'll be doing a great job and be meeting those ADA compliance needs before you know it. But it is vital that your staff be trained if you have your school staff or volunteers updating the website. In fact, we have an example about that issue as well. A year or so ago, we were hired by a competitor to bring one of their own client websites, which was under audit, into compliance. When it was fully ADA compliant, we turned it back over to the school district to manage. Theirs was a CMS system managed in-house by school staff, but on the very first update, the site became non-compliant. It was a simple update, but that's all it took. The staff member didn't realize all the complexities involved, so just by moving a few items around, it was no longer meeting WCAG 2.1 standards. The moral of the story is, if you're going to do your own site updates, training and checking is a must. It isn't enough to just get your school website accessible. You've got to keep it compliant. And then just be aware of the bad faith players that are out there. Whatever you decide to do to get and keep your school website compliant, we fully agree that it is the right thing to do so that everyone, regardless of ability, has access to the information they need. Be wise. Don't get duped into paying for expensive services you don't need or that won't actually help you get compliant. There are free options available. Here are a few examples we've seen just in the past few months. 
the school got a phone call from a vendor immediately after they had been notified of a complaint by the OCR. The caller offered a software subscription that would give them a report for all their accessibility errors and other issues like broken links and misspellings. What they didn't mention is that their automated reports are inaccurate. Many, if not most, of the accessibility requirements must be checked manually to confirm that it actually is an issue. They ended up paying a lot of money for something they could have run a scan on for free, and they still had to do the work on checking the errors many of which were false positives. A few months ago, one of our school clients told us they had received an angry parent call saying that their site wasn't compliant for his blind child. He threatened a lawsuit, but it was a very small school and the office knew each child individually. They had no blind children in the school and the alleged parent wouldn't identify himself, his child, or even describe what it was that was inaccessible to him. In this case, we happen to know their site was compliant because we manage it for them. We expect that in a few weeks, they probably got a coincidental phone call from an accessibility vendor telling them they could solve their problems. So just be on the lookout for any smarmy, fear-mongering sales techniques. Now don't get us wrong. Companies need to get the word out about what services they provide. It's the nature of doing business. As a consumer, I appreciate that knowledge. If you need an automated reporting software, great. Just do your research and find the services that best meet your school's needs. But don't let fear push you into thinking you'll get a magic bullet that will identify and fix all of your accessibility issues. Reporting will definitely help you identify potential issues, and that is a great place to start. Just be aware that automated reporting is only step one. The rest will be hands-on, manual reviews, checking each update or new content that is added to your sites, and staying abreast of the ongoing changes to the ADA law and training your staff on the accessibility requirements. This also means your staff members who create documents like your school secretaries, your school board clerks, principals, and others will need to be trained to create documents that are also ADA compliant. It isn't difficult. It's just a new way of working with Word and Excel, Google Docs or Sheets, and PDFs. So help them get trained. There are a lot of free resources online. If you want to track that your staff is actually trained, maybe to use toward professional development goals, and you aren't already one of our clients, you can sign up for ADA accessibility training on our website for only $249 a year. That's for all of your staff. Doing so will let you provide access to all of your staff for most document formats. It isn't fancy, but it's quite affordable and it's easy to understand. So fear not and remember the goal. The goal of the ADA and the Office of Civil Rights is to assure that everyone has access to the information they need to receive an education, regardless of any disability. I'm an optimist, and I honestly believe they are not trying to make achieving this goal an insurmountable problem for schools, cities, counties, and businesses. The law of those charged with implementing it understand that there will always be something that is challenging for a screen reader and various disabilities. Your goal is to strive to make your site as accessible as possible. If you dig deep enough, on any website, you are likely to find something that doesn't measure up, depending on the interpretation of the requirements and how they are measured. But schools that are striving to serve their students and parents are doing the right thing, 
and they have no need to fear. While there are some out there trying to threaten and promote an environment of fear, it isn't the reality unless you deliberately ignore the law. Do what is needed. Set up website management processes that include keeping those updates to the site ADA compliant and make it easy for those who can't get access to something they need to get help from a real person. You've just heard some tips to get you started if you want to do it yourself. If you don't want to worry about it, give us a call at 888-750-4556 or you can click on our website and request a quote. So thanks for joining us here at the School Communication Scoop. We hope you'll come back soon and get more helpful tips on how to improve your school communication efforts on a wide variety of topics, including managing your website and social media, increasing enrollment and community support, as well as strengthening your school's brand and reputation. Oh, and if you have a topic you'd like us to cover, please let me know by emailing me at bonnie at schoolwebmasters.com. I'd love to know what school communications topics are most challenging to you and to share solutions we've discovered. This is Bonnie, and I hope to see you again soon here on the School Communications Scoop.